G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It is part two, the second time we've run this segment. Whether We're asking the question, should you hold or should you fold? Let's go. Jordan, open. Chicago with the lead. Bryant, to shot. Not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. LeBron James with no record for human life. Everything's possible. G'day and welcome back to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at NBA and on Instagram at Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball. Uh, and as always, I'm joined with my good friend, Kalamak the Guru. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Look, don't worry about me, Mitch. How, how are you going? <laughs> I'm doing excellent, mate. Thank you for asking. I appreciate that. Uh, we got you back after some technical difficulties of the last podcast. So uh, sorry to all the, the fans out there that missed your take on uh, Gary Payton II, the mitten. Look, um, it was a good one. The mitten, exactly. Watchability, five stars. Yes, yeah, the 10th tenth, tenth category in fantasy basketball. He, he does shine there with all those highlight dunks. The man can, uh, the man can get up. He's got some bunnies on him, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's good to have you back and your beautiful voice shining through our uh, headphones. So uh, let's let's go on to our reoccurring segment, the return of Hold or Fold. We've got a few names that we're going to go through today. Um, and we are starting off with a couple of Memphis Grizzlies players. Uh, I'm going to start with my guy first, and then we'll go on to your boy, DeAnthony Melton. <laughs> Uh, is it time we've got Dar- uh, sorry Dylan Brooks, Brooks back? Uh, is it time to fold Melton or should we hang on to him? What are your thoughts? Look, I'm look. I'll be honest. I'm leaning on the fold side. Okay. Um, the points are not there. Yeah. Um, the assists for a point guard isn't really there either. Um, he's still someone that can kind of be high in turnovers. The only thing that really right now is shining bright, even with the limited minutes, has been the steals. Yeah. They have been maintained. Um, so that's probably the only convincing argument you could, if, if you're desperate for steals on your team, you could hold on to him. Um, but at this point, I think it's probably time to let him go because he has been under 10 points the last four games. And uh, that, that's including a game where he did have 32 minutes a game. But since then, it's been the teens, you know, 17 minutes, yeah. 19 minutes, 17 minutes. That stuff doesn't win you fantasy, unfortunately. Yeah, look, it sucks, man. Because, like, you just, you watch this guy, you know he's good. And... Dylan Brooks comes back in and he's back playing basically under 20 minutes a night most nights. In the last week, he's the 232nd ranked player, averaging 21 minutes a night. Yes, it's poor shooting. He's shooting uh, 29% basically, which won't be what he does. So it will be better than that, but it's really, yeah, it's frustrating because you know he's good. You know when he gets the minutes, he's going to be a good fantasy player. But I I guess, I, I think I agree with you that we've seen this before. We saw it last year. We expected it to happen when Dylan Brooks comes back, comes back. It has happened when Dylan Brooks comes back. So, unfortunately, I think you can move on. I hope you enjoyed the ride while you had him on your team because he was basically a top 60 player for the most of the time he was starting. But it's 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 evaporated fairly quickly. I don't know. Maybe you can do a quick sell high if you're, you're still going based on the ranking. But, um, yeah, I think it, it is okay to fold DeAnthony Melton as much as I hate to uh, admit it. 
I am holding him onto my into my dynasty team at the moment because uh, you know you never know what's going to happen in the future, and we know that he can put up stats. But on all redraft teams, uh, maybe not not in your deeper leagues, fourteen, sixteens, I'd probably still hold him. But in your tens and potentially twelves, he's probably a fold. Would you, you you agree? Obviously, I completely agree. I was never as high on him, yeah. um, but look, the steals and blocks were there for for a guard, yeah. and, and you can't deny that the steals are still there. Um, but he's still like, I mean, look, four and a half but, points a game is pretty, yeah. you're taking a lot of, um, you're pretty much sacrificing that, um, at that point if, if that's all you're getting. So yeah. Yeah. Those other, oh. other, other stats that were boosting his ranking up are, are no longer there. So I agree. What about, uh, what about your boy Desmond Bain? Now he has remained in the starting lineup. So his minutes haven't taken quite as big of a hit. Yeah. I, I thought so too. Look, let's, let's be honest. I thought he'd stay in the starting lineup too, but do you think that we hold or fold Desmond Bain? I think we hold on to him. I'll be honest. I think we hold on to him. Okay. Yeah, look, his, his production won't be as good. I think we can all expect that. Dylan Brooks, he's been averaging 16 and a half field goals a game, um, which is pretty wild. If, if you look at what Desmond Bain has been doing, it's been about 13 attempts a game um, for the whole season. Um, when you look since Brooks has been back, it has dropped down to about 10. So there's a couple shots there. He's, he's missing... He also has been shooting it pretty bad over the past week or so. But but that being said, as you touched on, he still remains in the starting lineup. He's still getting minutes. That's the the one biggest thing for fantasy value. Um, I would expect maybe a steals to come up. Hopefully, you, you think it could. But points and, and rebounds is pretty good. You get the threes there. Um, he, he's worth holding on to, I think, at this point. Yeah, I think he's a hold just. I think he's close to a fold for me. Like To me, he doesn't have the same upside as a DeAnthony Melton in terms of like a permanent basis, but because he does have the minutes over Melton, he's probably safer to hold and just hope that he the usage swings back his way. Um, you know, he, he was putting up some decent points per game. The threes obviously were his big thing as well. Um, you know, the assists and rebounds are there-ish. Low turnovers, solid percentages as well. Um, the steals, I don't know if the steals are going to be there. I don't think he probably gets over one per game, but he'll get close. So it's not the worst in the world. I, I think his upside is not very high. I think he's going to be around that like 100 to 120 kind of ranked player. So if... If he's your worst player on your team, then you could move on for him. But I genuinely would hazard a guess that he's probably not your worst player. So for that reason, I'm going to label him a hold at this point. But uh, by no means is it like a hold at all costs and don't ever contemplate dropping him because it could very well get there pretty quickly. Would, Would you agree with that kind of assessment or are you still a little bit high on him? Yeah, I agree. I, I kind of see him at this point. Um, like I can see him go in and out of the, the wave wide, depending on how deep yeah. your league is. Um, there could be some guys getting hot, and it could be worthwhile maybe just to stream a few players instead of holding on to a Desmond Banks. He would be on yeah. the lower end yeah. of your roster. So I, I do agree with you there. Especially because his biggest thing is the three-pointers, and you can find threes on your waiver wire pretty pretty readily. You know, you can pick up a Patty Mills, and he'll hit you like nine threes in a game. So uh, shout-out to our boy, uh, Patty Thrills, uh, representing the Aussies out there. But... I think, yeah, for that reason, it does sort of lend itself to be maybe maybe you could rotate that position. Uh, let's move on to the first player to find himself in this segment twice, Robert Covington. I'm asking the question again. Last time we said he was a hold. Callum, are we holding or are we folding Robert Covington? Look, it, it saddens me to say it, but I'm folding. Yeah. I'm folding okay. on Robert Covington. 
I understand there's some guys out there who drafted him in, in the 70s. His preseason rank was 73. And for that reason, he might have a bit of an attachment for him. But you, you've kind of seen his minutes drop a fair bit. It's been yes. down to 19. It's been in the low 20s. He is a guy that probably really does need his minutes per game. Otherwise, I mean, the hit that you take in points and the hit you take in assists um, and field goal, like that, the, there are three categories there that you are kind of hurting. Um, yes, look, the steals and blocks can be there with the threes. Um, which Look, that's three pretty good stats. The turnovers are good there but as well. But I guess what I'm coming to is he, he probably can fit some builds, um, but in, in my opinion would be just, just get rid of him if, if he's just kind of like, on the end of your, your roster, you, you can get better guys out there and stream them. We we copped a bit of flack. I think I think I did a, a podcast. I think this was the one where you weren't you weren't you're away, Callum. And I said that I, I had dropped Robert Covington. I said he was a droppable player in ten team leagues. I didn't say he was a droppable player in twelve team leagues. If you go back to that video, you'll you'll see that. I think he is a fold in twelve team leagues now. He's not. Like we said, he's not. A, you go out there and you just drop him for nothing. You probably want to add someone who's got a bit of value, but. He's he's probably going to be like one of your worst players on your team. I don't think the upside is there anymore. The very concerning thing, like you touched on, is those minutes. Um, you know, we, we talked about Nazir Little in our ad, our waiver wire show. He seems to be taking some minutes off Robert Covington. And he's he's never been a player that just like per minute just comes in, puts up these stats when he's in there. Sometimes he'll take two or three shots a game in 30 minutes. You know what I mean? So it's... He can go missing uh, very quickly. If he doesn't get those steals and blocks, he gives you literally zero. Um, so by no means is he someone. Now, there's always the, the people always say that he's oh he's a slow starter and like he, he'll come back and average, you know, top 50 numbers. I don't think that's happening this year. I think he's older. There's different things going on in Portland at the moment. There are people coming for his minutes and um, I'm officially ready to call it that I don't think we're getting the old Rob, Robert Covington back. Um, you know, he was always a guy that never gave you points, but he was giving you a lot of other things, a lot more rebounds, a lot more. The steals were at a steal at a half, the block and a half. It was over two threes a game. Um, you know, those kind of things were always there, but it's just, it's all come down a little bit and the minutes are coming down now as well. So I think you can move on from Robert Covington if you need to. Um, all right, let's move on to, um, the next player, a slightly different take on the hold or fold, um, genre, but it's an injured player, Colin Sexton. Um, I guess this is a loaded question because it might depend on if you've got an IR or an IL spot or if you don't, but on the general level, are we holding or folding Colin Sexton? What are your thoughts on on the injured Cavs guard? I'm, I'm actually folding on Colin Sexton as well. Um, if you have an injury spot, look, you could just hold him there for a bit and see what happens. Me personally, my team, my team is um, plagued with injuries right now. So if yeah. he was on my team, I would be letting loose. I would be cutting him. I think he's gone. He, the team kind of build has has changed. You got Mobley yeah. there. You got Garland with a lot more usage. He's just not quite the same fantasy player as he was, um, sadly. And and with this injury, it's it's a pretty shocking injury. Um, you don't like anything to the knee. They're saying it was a torn meniscus. Yeah, um, surgery so might be could, an option. Yeah, he he could be missing a huge chunk of time here. So. Even if he does come back towards the end of the season, they could be – look, you never know what the Cleveland Cavaliers could be. They could be tanking at that point. Um, they could be in the playoff run, and, and they, don't, they just want to ease him back with some minutes off the bench. I don't think it's quite worthwhile, so I'm going to have to say to fold on Colin Sexton. Yeah, I, I would agree as well because, like, if you look at his ranking, even when he was playing, you know, I guess it's in, impacted by the injury-affected game, but – 
in 29 minutes a night, he was the 242nd ranked player because he's giving you zero blocks. The rebounds and assists are low. The free throw percentages dropped down as well. The threes have dropped down. Um, he's no longer giving over 20 points a game anymore. The turnovers are still relatively high compared to the assists that he gives you. He's just not a good fa- fantasy player because he lacks a lot of areas. So, um, like you said, he's not worth the wait. If he's the only injured player you have and you can just sit him on the IR spot and wait until someone else gets injured and maybe you've got a good run of luck and, you know, you can just get him back in there. But like you said, chances are that's not the case for most teams out there. There are a few injuries, COVID situations coming out. Chances are you're going to have a higher priority person to put on that injured reserve spot. So uh, for me, I do agree that he is a fold. Um, although... Just keep an eye and see when what his uh, you know timetable is. You know maybe he's back sooner than uh, sooner than later, and you might be able to stash him closer to the date. But at the moment, it's looking like it's going to be at least a couple of months, um, if not longer. Uh, and I don't think you can hold him for that long. Uh, let's go on to a couple of a uh, couple of. We'll start with your guy here. A couple of Houston Rockets. Um, I, I'm not sure. Maybe we might have our first disagreement in the hold or fold segment here, Cal. But are we holding Jalen Green? Uh, dude, it's, I've been thinking about this a lot. He's on my team, and it's been tough. I'll yeah. be honest. As an owner, it, it has been tough. He hurts me on field goal. He's ranked um, 254th on Yahoo right now. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty shocking. Yeah. 36% from the field, three turnovers a game. That, that, that's not stats that um, help your team. Um, and, and everything else is just pretty mediocre. He doesn't get any defensive stuff. The only real big positive he gives is probably the three pointers, and that's at one point nine a game. Um, yep. And and you can get that. We we touch on this all the time. You can get the threes on the waiver wire. Yeah. So it does hurt me. Like I've been considering getting rid of him. I just can't quite do it yet because there's a lot of rooks that do bounce back. Yeah. Um, we do realize he pretty much has been handed the keys. Maybe it does click. That's the only reason I am holding on to him right now. So I guess I am a hold right now, but I'm getting close to a fold. I really am. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, look, uh, he's a fold for me. Uh, the only reason that I would keep him is if, if you're punting field goal percentage. If you're punting field goal percentage, which I probably would have suggested in the preseason anyway, we kind of expected these rookie guards to come out and uh, perform poorly, especially in that category. We knew, like you said, he was going to be handed the keys. And when you combine that with someone who's a rookie guard in the NBA, it equals poor field goal percentage. So, but like... Even to be to be honest, though, like the assists are lower than we thought, the steals are lower than we thought, even the free throw percentage is under eighty percent, which is surprising. Um, so I thought he'd be better in all those areas. There, the scoring—I I think I remember you saying that he was going to be a twenty points per game scorer. I think in the preseason, did I? Do I remember that correctly? Look, I gave that a guarantee. It's not too late. <laughs> look, we are in November. Let's let's that, not fair. joke around. We are still in November, and that is look one of the reasons I am keeping hold of him. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is early. I, I think that I have given him a month, however. And I, I'm I'm a bit down on his overall fantasy game. I I am. If we if we go back to I think we were talking in dynasty and our, our dynasty rookie rankings. He was the person of the top four. Uh, this was before uh, we we started considering players like Shangun and um, and Scotty Barnes. But the top four with the two guards Mobley and Cade Cunningham. That I thought that he was the kind of guy that I was the least confident in because I didn't like his steals and blocks and. Uh, I wasn't too sure about his assists and things like that. So I thought he was like the highest risk player of all of those guys. Um, not to say that I'm giving up on him yet, but there are a few things that I am concerned about him, uh, even long term, because 
you, you've sort of seen this movie play out before with inefficient scoring guards. We just talked about Colin Sexton before. Um, you know, if they don't bring a whole lot else, you do have that worry. But he has, even in the poor playing time, he's he has shown some games where he shot like eight threes in a game. So he does have that potential to give you lots of points in threes, but I do worry about the other stuff that might keep his value. So I'm a fold unless you're a punt field goal percentage team. And even then, you might be able to find something better at the moment uh, out there. But... Yeah, I think you're you're still in the hold camp. Is that is that right? We've had our first disagreement. I'm I'm still in the hold camp, but that, that's because I did invest a bit of stock in yeah. him, and, and he's hurting me so far. It is killing me a bit. Um, if someone someone could outblock me right now, and I, I would have to fold on him. I think that's where it is. Um, I'm going to throw a bit of a curveball at you right now, Mitch. Um, we're talking rooks. My team is kind of uh, Mr. Rooks. I do have um, a Jalen Green. I do have a Scotty Barnes, who has been a bit of a hit for me. Yep. I also have a Shangoon. Um, we have said to pick up Shangun in the past. Yes. Would you, if you had a Shangun right now, like I was high in him, I, I was high in his fantasy value. Are you, are you a hold or fold on Apron Shangun? Oh, I'm definitely holding Shangun. It's, it's, it's only a matter of time. Like I think uh, they've, they've hinted at a roster or a starting lineup change. And even in the, the limited playing time with Shangun, he's, he's putting up, you know, serviceable numbers. He is currently, yes, he's the 216th ranked player, but you know, he's giving you 1.4 steals. The, the field 1.4 goals. steals. Yeah, 1.4 steals, uh, 48% from the field. The, <laughs> the rebounds, he's had a couple of double-double, or he had a double-double game recently. So the potential is there, and as soon as he gets more minutes, he's going to skyrocket. And I, I don't think it's far away. I, I, I'm more confident in Shengun than I am in uh, a Green, for example, because the thing that's holding Shengun back is the minutes, and that can change at any point. Okay, I guess we agree. Look, he's, I'm still holding on to Shangun as well. Yes. I want to yeah. see that man explode. Yeah, uh, and I think I'm, it will be a, a late season playoff kind of time when he does, and that's the reason I have him. Yeah, and, and he, well, I'm hoping that too because he's he's my dynasty rookie that I drafted this year. So, uh, yeah, very excited with what he can bring uh, in the future, and he looks good. Let's move on to um, the other uh, rookie that we're going to be talking about, Jalen Suggs. So, a couple of rookies that Jalen's they're both struggling. Let's talk about Jalen Suggs. Um, are you holding or are you folding Jalen Suggs? Dude, 31% from the field. I think that's a fold, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's terrible. shocking. Look, the, the minutes are there, yes. Um, that's a positive, but my God, 31%. Like, if, if you're not punning field goal. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> you, you have to get rid of him, right? Or you yeah. just bench him for a while. I mean, if, if you can afford to just bench him for a while <laughs> and, and maybe – similar to Jalen Green that he does pick it up. Um, that's what I'd be going with. Cause he even like, he's only one three pointer a game. I guess that goes hand in hand with the field goal. Yeah. Like, he just isn't hitting his threes at all. Um, steals are pretty bad. I expected the steals to be good. Yeah. 28 minutes a game, 0.8 steals. That, that's a surprise to me. Three and a half turnovers as well. You do expect that from the rookies. I guess he's getting the ball in his hand, but at this point I feel like Cole Anthony is just alpha dog in the shit out of, um, of Suggsy. That's and true. Um, the usage isn't quite there. He's kind of like playing an off guard, and I guess he's a bit uncomfortable. So I'm I'm folding on Jalen Suggs. Yeah, look, I'm I'm actually I'm higher on Suggs than I am on Green. I think for the reason I explained before, I think I think I he's got know. more. Green can explode though. Yeah, for like look, forty points, I reckon. Uh, uh, yeah, the points are the, obviously Green's got a hit in his favor in the threes, but I think that Suggs has got more of those assists, steals, and blocks, uh, which I think, especially when you're not shooting and you're shooting one thirty-one percent from the field, you want something else to hang your hat on. Um, and so I think he can do that more. So yes, we haven't seen it to what we thought this stage, mind you. I still think we've given him a month now. It's a month into the season. Um, 
I'm comfortable with folding him. Although, I will mention that in my Roto team, I did someone did drop Jalen Suggs and I snatched him up straight away because in a Roto team, I can hide him on my bench. When he starts to play better, I can start to put him in my starting roster spot. And if it doesn't work out, then I can drop him. But I don't lose anything. But in a daily changes league, it is hard, especially if you're not punting the field goal percentage, which you probably should have been if you're drafting those you know, guard rookies. Um, although I, I think it's le- I, it's less of a fold to me than green. I'm more confident in Suggs than I'm in green. However, the rise of Cole Anthony has um, dampened what I think that Suggs can do. And I didn't expect... Cole Anthony to be freaking 2011 Derek Rose at the moment and I'm um, just just putting up all these points and assists and yeah I don't know and man. some big dunks as well that man can throw it down yeah he's uh he, yeah he's he's surprised me a lot this season so uh, and we still got Marco Fultz who's supposed to come back at some point so there is a threat to Jalen Suggs's playing time as well so I don't know what they're going to do when that happens so that is probably another reason to put him in the uh, the fold camp so I probably do agree with you there as well. All right, let's move on to our last guy, another Houston Rocket, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. What are we doing with Kevin Porter Jr.? I guess it's a pretty similar story to some of these other guys that we've just mentioned, but yeah, he's the 292nd ranked player at the moment. Are we holding, are we folding uh, Kevin Porter Jr.? Um, look, I it's tough. It's a tough one. I am probably more on the hold aspect, um, but this man... To give, do a bit of comparison, he's, he's really doing his best kind of Westbrook impersonation <laughs> yeah. in terms of, my God, is he hurting you in a lot of categories oh, and, and yeah. can be productive in some, but like 36% from the field, 64% from three throw percentage, terrible percentages, terrible. four turnovers a game, yep. um, shocking as well. But, you know, on the other hand, he is giving you five assists. He's giving you 1.3 steals, which is good. Um, the three-pointers are okay at 1.7. Um, you, you would like to think that he does kind of turn it on a bit. The man did score 50 points last season. So I will expect him to have weeks, like good weeks. He's just had a really bad start. Um, and for that reason, um, look, I'd probably be open to just benching him a fair bit, but I, I still could hold on to him for a bit longer. Yeah. Um, just cause he is hurting you. Maybe he does turn it on a bit, but I'm pretty close on the forward side, but for now I'm holding, but I would be benching. Yeah, <laughs> he's definitely a bench option at the moment until he gets his shit together. But uh, I, I think I'm more on your side with this one. I think he's a hold compared to those last two guys because, like you said, the assists are there, the steals are there. Uh, you know, 1.7 uh, threes, the, the nearly 13 points a game. Look, turnovers. Look, I don't care too much about turnovers, but like I know some people do. But 4.2 is pretty, pretty horrible. Uh, and and for me, the the biggest surprise to me is the free throw percentage. I feel like he can improve on that a bit more. I don't necessarily think he's like a punt free throw guy. We always said he was going to be a punt field goal percentage. Like in the preseason, we we preached that he's a punt field goal percentage or he's a points league guy. In a points league, he's like I think he's basically a top 100 player still. So in a points league, he's doing fine. And he can even approach that top 50, top 60 in, a, in that kind of format. But in categories, he's always going to have poor turnovers. He's always going to have poor field goal percentage. Not this bad, but it is something to consider. So if you're not punting field goal percentage, then maybe you do want to maybe, I don't know, trade him to the team that is and try and get some good value. But um, if, you're, if you are punting field goal percentage and the free throws are killing you, I, I've got a bit of optimism that that's going to improve. And obviously... Uh, I think the assists can start to rise up as well, and the points can come up as well. But these Houston Rockets, man, they just look so shit out there right now. One one win on the season. You've you got to think at some point it, it, it turns around a little bit, but yeah, it's pretty bad. 
Do you know, they, they could definitely use some help from John Wall. I don't know, like just a veteran <laughs> who can actually play point guard a bit. Um, that would be my words of wisdom to the coach. Um, and give Shangun more minutes. Yeah, obviously. I was going to say. some Shangun minutes. Yeah, Shangun, get him out there. Who needs Daniel Tice? Well, look, they're playing their part perfectly. They're, they're riding line for that number one pick again. Uh, so I think this is exactly True. where they want to be. So, um, you know, we don't need John Wall, but it would help if these guys started to hit a shot every once in a while. <laughs> Alrighty, that, that'll do it for us today, guys. Let us know what you think about any of those holds and folds. Do you have any of these players? Let us know if you are pulling your hair out and uh, how much hair you have left if you've got any of these players on your roster. Um, and any other questions about any other guys that you're wondering if you should hold or fold or any trade questions, we always love to hear it. Make sure you follow us along on Twitter, at BallBoysNBA. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe on the Run the Podcast. Give us a five-star rating. When we get to 30 ratings, we're doing a Q&A podcast, and we'll catch you guys next time. Laters. Laters.